Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Thursday, November 7th, 2019. I'm Rich Straffolino. The Wall Street Journal reports that, according to sources, Google is considering changing its political ads policy. The company reportedly conducted internal meetings on the subject with plans to share further information with employees sometime this week. Google employees speaking to the journal suggested that the changes may involve restrictions on what audiences ad buyers can target. China issued official government guidelines Tuesday restricting when children can play online video games. People younger than 18 years old may not play online games between 10 p.m. and 8 a.m., and they may only play online games for up to 90 minutes during weekdays and three hours on weekend days and holidays. There are also spending limits of 200 yuan a month, that's roughly the equivalent of $22 U.S., for those 8 to 16 years old, and 400 yuan a month for those 16 to 18 years old. Law enforcement will create a unified identification system to verify identity and age. China was the world's largest gaming market until this year when the U.S. surpassed it. China halted approval for new games for nine months in 2018. Chinese search giant Baidu announced it earned 12.61 yuan per American depository share in Q3 on revenue of 28.08 billion yuan, roughly $4 billion U.S. Core revenue, largely based on search, was down 3% in the year. Analysts had expected revenue of 27.49 billion yuan on earnings of 7.88 yuan per ADS. Revenue from Baidu's video streaming subsidiary IKEYI rose 7% on the year to 7.4 billion yuan and crossed over 105.8 million users in September. JP Morgan analyzed Apple's 10K filing and calculates that 31% of Apple's 2019 revenue came from retail, both in stores and on its website. That's up from 29% last year and 28% the year before that. JP Morgan points out that greater direct sales generally drive Apple Care sales, which increases Apple's service revenue. Tumblr announced it added group chats to its platform. Chats can hold up to 100 members, be created and managed by any user, and are always publicly viewable. Chat owners can invite and remove members, as well as delete messages, but any Tumblr user can report a chat for violating Tumblr's hate speech policy or community guidelines. Group chats will surface in Tumblr search, similar to other forms of content on the platform. WhatsApp announced that it will roll out global updates for iOS and Android so that individuals can block other individuals or anyone from adding them to groups. Unless a user specifically says anyone can add them to a group within their privacy settings, WhatsApp will now send a notification asking if it's okay before they get added. Previously, users in India could select nobody, everybody, or contacts, but not specific contacts, to allow them to add to groups, but the feature was never rolled out globally. Microsoft's HoloLens 2 went on sale in the United States, Japan, China, Germany, Canada, the United Kingdom, Ireland, France, Australia, and New Zealand. Previously announced at Mobile World Congress in Barcelona, the $3,500 augmented reality visor offers a wider field of view than the original HoloLens, improved eye tracking, new gestures to help reduce false positives, and weighs 1.3 pounds. As part of the launch, Microsoft also introduced Azure Spatial Anchors, which allow for persistent holograms in a given space that are viewable by anyone using an app within the same space. AMD announced the Ryzen Threadripper 3970X and 3960X processors, built on the Zen 2 architecture, offering 15% better performance per clock. The 3970X features 32 cores and 64 threads, running at a stock 3.7 GHz frequency with turbo speeds up to 4.5 GHz. 
The Humble 3960X offers a mere 24 cores and 48 threads, running at 3.8 GHz with turbos up to 4.5 GHz. Both processors have 128MB of L3 cache, 88 PCIe 4.0 lanes for I.O., and a 280W TDP. The processors will run on the new TRX40 platform with support for quad-channel memory. The 3970X costs $1,999 and the 3960X $1,399, both launching November 25th. Ahead of the Google Stadia launch on November 19th, Google published the Google Stadia app on the Google Play Store. The app allows you to confirm your Google account and prompts users for their Google Stadia Founders or Premier Edition invite codes. Google has barred Chromebooks with the Google Play Store from downloading the app. The app is built with Google's cross-platform Flutter SDK, indicating the forthcoming iOS Stadia app will be nearly identical in experience. And finally, Google announced it open-sourced the software for its phone-based VR, Cardboard. The company stated that while it has shipped more than 15 million Cardboard units, it's seen usage to decline over time. Google says it will continue to contribute new features to the open-source project, committing to adding an SDK package for the Unity game engine. Google previously published the technical specifications for the Cardboard VR viewer. Back in October, Google discontinued its Daydream phone-based VR platform. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.